0: but an hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and truth for such people the father seeks to be his worshipers God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth let's pray father in the name of Jesus I come to you today Lord I thank you God for what you're doing in each of our lives. I thank you, Lord, that you're developing us into worshipers, God. Father, I thank you, Lord, for every blessing that you pour out. I thank you, God, for your presence, your anointing that destroys every yoke. I thank you, God, that you guide us and lead us and direct us. Father, develop us into, God, worshipers, true worshipers, God. Lord, those that have our hearts set on you, Father, I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name, amen. If you would, give the Lord a hand, praise, amen. Praise God. And so, my topic today and my question to each and every one of you as we begin to look at this text tonight is, what are you worshiping or what do you worship? You know, one thing about it that we come to realize is that you and I were designed and created in order to worship, amen? We were designed and created in order to worship the creator of the universe, the amen, king of kings and the Lord of lords. But we were created in order to worship. And the reality is, amen, That we are going to worship something. Amen. We're going to worship something. No matter what. We're created to worship. We're going to worship something. So my question to you today is what are you worshiping or what do you worship? And as we look right here in this scripture, I want to look at a specific verse that Is shared right here. Amen. And verse 22. If you'll go there with me. Because Jesus made this profound statement. To this woman. We're all familiar with the story. Of the woman at the well. Amen. We're familiar with this story. We've heard it preached before. But look at this profound statement. That Jesus. Amen. Makes to the woman at the well. When he's sitting here. Speaking to her. And he shared with her, amen, that, amen, he had a, a drink that she could have, amen, where she wouldn't be thirsty anymore. In other words, it would fulfill that thirst that she had inside of her, amen, because this is something that would then be in you. And this is, the, this is what he says to her. He says, you worship what you do not know. And we worship what we know. For salvation is from the Jews. In other words, he asked her right here. He says, do you even know what you worship? He says, I know what I worship. Amen. I come to do the will of the Father. But he asked her, amen, do you you know what you worship? So my question to you today is, do you know what or who you worship? In reality, as we move forward into this year, amen, one of the ways that we're going to be the most successful is if we're, amen, seeking and worshiping, amen, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Can I get an amen? Amen. And so we need to begin to evaluate ourselves and we need to begin to look at this, amen, and really ask ourselves, amen, what is it that I worship? Because sometimes, amen, our worship can begin to be uh, misplaced in a, in, 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 in a way and we, sometimes we don't even begin to know it. Sometimes we begin to worship things, amen, that we weren't intended to worship and before you know it we don't even know it amen and we begin to put our worship somewhere where it doesn't belong the bible clearly states right here in this scripture there's an hour coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and truth and truth and it goes on to say for such people the father seeks to be his worshipers But he was saying to this lady at the well, you don't even know what it is that you worship. And I think there's some of us, amen, that we don't even truly know what it is that we worship, amen. We don't even know what we're truly worshiping. In our lives, amen, sometimes we can begin to get our worship off of just worshiping God, which is actually a lifestyle, and begin to put it on uh, different things, amen. And before you know it, amen, our worship is now put on a person, amen, or a thing or a desire, amen, or something of that, of that, of that, of that, something like that. Are y'all with me today? So I want to first, amen, We ask ourselves, do we have the right object of worship? But in order for us to be able to answer that question, we've got to understand what worship means. Now, the word worship is uh, actually derived from the Old English, and it's meaning honor shown to an object, amen, or giving worth to something. In other words, what is most important in your life what is most valuable in your life what is it that you give the most honor to in your life what is it that you value the most are y'all with me today worship is to give worth to something amen what is the most valuable to you in your life Now, for us, amen, it ought to be the Lord Jesus Christ. It ought to be our relationship with God, first and foremost. Amen. The Bible says this, amen. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Are you all with me today? See, when God is our object of worship, and it's not just about us coming into, a, 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 into a, a church and worshiping on Wednesday and Sunday, but it becomes a lifestyle for us each and every day, are y'all with me today? To where that's first and foremost, that's what we honor, that's what we give value to, amen, we give value to God, we give value to our relationship with God, that's what is most valuable to us, and when that begins to be in line, everything else will fall in place. Can I get an amen? Now the dictionary definition of worship is reverent honor paid to God or a personage or an object regarded as sacred. Now, I don't know if y'all are familiar with John MacArthur. Amen. John MacArthur is, uh, uh, he has a commentary. He's a man of God. He's Baptist. Amen. In his, in, his, in his theology, but he's got a lot of good stuff. Are y'all with me today? And John MacArthur says that worship is honor paid to a superior being. It means to give honor, reverence, respect, adoration, praise, glory to a superior being. This is what John MacArthur says. Now, Romans, if you'll put this up there, chapter 1 and verse 20, and I'm going to read that to you. So it's giving honor, amen. Now, look at this verse real quick, scripture, we're going to go to 21 and then jump over to 25. He says, For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power in divine nature have been clearly seen. Amen. Since the creation of the world. His invisible attributes, his eternal power in his divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made. So that they are without excuse. In other words, amen. Revealing God revealed himself, amen, to creation from the beginning. Can I get an amen? He's revealed himself. For even though they knew God, look at this, they did not honor him, which honor is a, a type of worship, as God. Or give thanks, but they became futile in their speculations and their foolish heart was darkened. I'm gonna stop right there for a minute. They knew God. They knew there was a God. He had revealed Himself. Amen. He had revealed Himself through these attributes, through, through what His creation is, through seeing the stars in the sky. Amen. Through seeing the sun rise each and every day. Amen. Through seeing all these things. Amen. That work. Amen. Through dreams, through whatever way that He reveals Himself. You know, God is going to reveal Himself to you. Are y'all with me today? They knew God, but. They didn't honor him as God or give thanks. Amen. They didn't worship him and they became futile in their speculation and their foolish heart was darkened. Now go to verse 25 for a moment. For they exchanged the truth of God for a lie. Now the Bible says this, the God of this world, talking about Satan, has blinded the eyes of the unbeliever. They exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator. Now, if you're not careful, before you know it, you can begin to worship the creation instead of the creator. Even as a Christian, worshiping God is a lifestyle. It's, amen, from, from Sunday, amen, to Sunday, from the time that you wake up to the time that you go to bed, amen. It's a lifestyle, amen. It's what are you giving honor to? What do you have your mind set on? Are y'all with me today? What's most valuable in your life? What is it that drives you each and every day? What do you wake up for first, amen? What's the first thing on your mind when you wake up? Can I get an amen? He says, who is blessed forever. Amen. You know, first Chronicles 16 29 says, Give to the Lord the glory due his name and bring an offering and come before him. Oh, worship the Lord in his beauty of holiness. God is good, Amen. You know, sometimes we can get off track, and before you know it, we begin to worship something other than the true God are y'all with me you know while we we may not bow down to idols that are made of stone or metal or you know as people did in the ancient times that's what they used to do amen you read about it amen Nebuchadnezzar amen you read about it in Daniel you read about it all these different places these amen These idols, these golden calves, whatever it may be, amen. And while we might not bow down to these different things, stone or metal as people did in the ancient times, some people in this world still do, amen, but that don't mean that we don't have our own idols in our life. Are y'all with me today? Sometimes we can begin to move from worshiping the creator to worshiping the creation. And before you know it, our hearts become darkened. We begin to exchange the truth, which will set you free for a lie, which will keep you in bondage. And how many of y'all know that's what Satan works overtime in order to do? He tries to appeal to your flesh and your sinful nature, and your desires that you have, amen. Are y'all with me today? He tries to appeal to them, amen, in order for you to begin to worship them. Are y'all with me today? And Satan loves that. That's his goal. That's his motivation. That's his drive, amen. You know, Satan was one that wanted to be worshiped. He says, I will make myself like the most high. Are y'all with me today? See, sometimes we got to grab a hold of this, amen, because some of us are Sunday and Wednesday worshipers, amen, and then throughout the rest of the week, we're worshiping something else. Are y'all with me today? And unfortunately, that's the way a lot of society is. And if you're not careful, that's the way you can become. Let me say, God is good. good. But when we're talking about worship, worship stems from the heart. We worship what we love. And we crave what we love. Are y'all with me today? And we fill our lives with what we love. That's why God says, love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your mind, with all your strength. He wants all of your love. He wants all of it. He don't want to share it, amen. Are y'all with me today? He wants to be first and foremost in your life. And when he is, everything falls into place. When he's not, everything falls apart. We worship what we love. We crave what we love. We fill our lives with what we love. We submit to what we love. What are you submitting to today? The desires of the flesh that lead to destruction? Amen? Or the spirit of God that leads to life and life abundantly? You submit to what you love, and we're controlled by what we love. Are y'all with me today? So where is your love today? Amen? See, sometimes we can get off track. I've even seen people that fall in love with ministry, but they haven't fell in love with God. Or they were in love with God, and they got to where they were doing works, and now they're just in love with ministry. Are y'all with me today? It could happen. Or maybe, amen, they... You know, maybe they take it and they're not, they're not worshiping God. They're, 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 they're worshiping uh, maybe the man of God. I've seen that happen before. Now don't get me wrong, you need to show reverence, amen. You need to show honor to the men of God, to the women of God, to whatever that they're, they're, amen. When you, you need to submit to them, when you're submitting to them, you're submitting to God. But you, amen, are not worshiping man, amen. You're not worshiping amen. The man of God, you're worshiping God. Are y'all with me today? And I've seen it happen before. I remember there was a man and there was a ministry that at one time was very powerful. And and the man said, the man went to the pastor and he said, hey. He said, man, you don't have a bunch of people that are in love with Jesus. You have a bunch of people that are in love with your ministry. And I don't want to say the name of the ministry because it doesn't matter. Are you all with me today? And it's good to like ministry. It's good to love ministry. But that's not what you're worshiping. God's more concerned with, amen, you and your relationship with him and you have given him your whole heart than he is even what you're doing for him. But he knows whenever he has your whole heart, amen, then everything else is going to follow. What you do is going to follow, amen. When he has your heart, you're going to live your life for him. You're going to lay down your life. You're going to give it to him, amen. Are you all with me today? It just comes naturally. It's what comes. When you see a guy fall in love with Jesus and get saved in the ministry, guess what? All of a sudden, he wants to serve. She wants to serve. They want to help out. They want to get. You know, they want to be a blessing. Why? because they fell in love with Jesus not because of the big lights and all the fancy stuff and all that other baloney that doesn't matter are y'all with me today I mean I want you to love victory light but I want you to love Jesus and since you love Jesus Jesus You're committed to victory life. Are y'all with me today? If you'll put up there 2 Timothy chapter 3 in verse 1. Somebody say, what are you worshiping? He says, and the word of God reads, but realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come, amen, perilous times, difficult times, they're coming, they're coming, it's coming, amen, it's already here. You know, my dad was telling me that there's, he lives in Houston, or was living in Houston, all kind of crazy stuff happening down there. You know, they, they initiate gang members and so forth and into these gangs. And the way that they got to get into the gang is they got to go kill somebody that's, that's uh, you know, somebody that's, not, that's innocent. And they're just walking up on these kids that are walking to school, and they're just shooting them. Boom. He says, dangerous times, perilous times will come in the last days. It's coming. It's here. For men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, without self-control, brutal... Haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited. Look at this, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. The God of pleasure. He says in the last days, dangerous times will come and this is what's going to transpire. 1 Corinthians 10 and 7 says, do not be idolaters as some of them were. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. You know, when we talk about Israel for a moment, Israel's sin of idolatry was rooted in their love and their desire for the pleasure of life. And what happened was it held a higher place in their affections than God did. And if you're not careful, before you know it, amen, you'll be worshiping the God of pleasure. It's quiet in here. (laughs) You know, Adam and Eve, they made a critical decision, right? To ignore God and to secure pleasure on their own terms. Are y'all with me today? Proverbs 16, 11 says, you will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy. And at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Amen. You're going to show me the path of life, God. In your presence is fullness of joy. And at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Amen. we got to make sure that we're not worshiping the God of pleasure. Are you all with me? The Bible says you have to deny yourself. You have to take up your cross. You have to follow him. Amen. Amen. And sometimes even some of us even uh, get caught up in, in some other things such as even. Just education or learning, amen. You know, I want to share a fact with you. Until uh, the 1900s, human knowledge doubled approximately every century. Okay? Y'all know how long a century is? Praise God. <laughs> but they say that by the end of World War II, knowledge was doubling every 25 years. Amen? So up until the 1900s, it would double every century, every hundred years. And then, uh, up about World War II, knowledge was doubling every 25 years, right? Well, t- today, it's estimated that on average, human knowledge is doubling every 13 months. Amen? In other words, we live in a society where education is worshiped, amen, by a lot of people. Are y'all with me today? Now it's okay to have an education. It's okay to have knowledge. Amen. But you don't want to be in a situation where you're professing to be wise, but you have become a fool, the Bible says. Knowledge is increasing, but there's more people that are becoming a fool because of that knowledge. Are y'all with me today? Now there's nothing wrong with educating yourself. You need to educate yourself. But that doesn't need to be your place of worship. God is good, amen? Amen. Professing to be wise, they became fools. 1 Corinthians 3 and 19 says this, The wisdom of the world is foolishness with God. For it is written, He catches the wise in their own craftiness. Amen. Will you put that up there, chapter 3, verse 19 of 1 Corinthians? I'm going to read that to you. We'll go through 20. See, we've got to check ourselves every once in a while, we've got to evaluate our situation. It's so easy to get off track, it's so easy to get off path, it's so easy for our worship to shift. It's easy to get distracted. You know, I want my kids to get an education. If I'd like for them to go to college. But, I, I, but more importantly than that, I want them to fall in love with Jesus. And I want them to serve God. They can have all that education. And if they don't have God, they don't have anything. Well, you say, well, pastor, they might be able to get a good job. Well, thank you, Jesus. Amen. But that ain't going to keep them out of hell. Are y'all with me? You know, an education needs to be something that we value, amen? We don't want to be walking around here a bunch of dummies, amen? You know? But we don't want to worship it. Get that scripture? For the wisdom of this world is foolishness before God, before God is foolishness. For it is written, he is the one who catches the wise in their craftiness. Next verse. And again, the Lord knows the reasoning of the wise, that they are useless. Don't be wise in your own eyes. If you've got some wisdom, you want to have the wisdom of God. And James says, if there's any that lack wisdom, if they'll ask, he'll give it to you. But you've got to believe when you ask. Amen. God is good. Amen. And then there's this other thing that sometimes we get caught up worshiping. And it's called the God of self. Me, myself, and I. Now, I see a lot of guys and even girls, they start out good. They start out loving Jesus. They start out committed. Amen. Sold out. Their heart for God. And somehow they begin to drift. You've got to be careful. You would drift if you're not careful. The God of self. You know, Satan said this. He said, I'll be like the most high, yet you shall be brought down to hell, to the lowest depths of the pit. You know, and if you really look at the sins that a person can commit from the smallest to the biggest you'll begin to see that all sin in our life stems from one thing, and that is self. The Bible says in the last days that men will be lovers of self. They'll be worshiping the God of self. If you're not worshiping the God of pleasure, if you're not worshiping the God of knowledge, knowledge is increasing. Amen. All sorts of technology, all sorts of things that they're worshiping, all this stuff. Are y'all with me today? And that stuff can be helpful, but you don't want to worship it. You know, and when we talk about the God of self, it's seen in different ways. Amen. Amen. How about the philosophy? I've shared this before, but the philosophy of individualism. In other words, what's in it for me? How many people have said that? Well, I'm serving God. I'm in this ministry or this church. What's in it for me? That's self. That's the God of self. Individualism. That's a philosophy a lot of people have. What's in it for me? What am I getting out of this? I don't know. What are you getting? What are you putting in it? That's probably what you're getting out of it. The Bible says you reap what you sow. What are you sowing? That's probably what you're getting. If you ain't sowing nothing, you probably ain't getting nothing. Amen. And if you're looking for a paycheck, amen. Hello. I hope you get one because that's all you're going to get. Are y'all with me today? No, you're doing it for God. You're living your life for God. You love God. You want to serve God. He says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. Amen. You've got to love God and seek God and worship God and serve God and everything else will fall into place. Amen. Some of us are getting caught up with the God of self. What's in it for me? Or the philosophy of hedonism. If it feels good, do it. You know, that's a philosophy that people have. Well, this don't feel good. Well, so what what it feels like? If it feels good, do it. That's the way that you know, that, that's a that's a doctrine going around these days. And people are dying and going to hell because of it. Or how about this? The philosophy of minimalism. You know, I've seen this a lot. What's the least that I can do and get by? What's the least that I can do and get by? What's the least I can do and make it? No, you ought to be saying, what's the most I can do? Somebody say, God is good. You know, and the Bible also teaches that material wealth can be a great blessing from God. But also it can become somebody's God. You know, I always said, I said, there's nothing wrong with being blessed. There's nothing wrong with having things, but don't let the things have you. Amen. Amen? You can be blessed, there's a, you know, but don't let it have you. There's a, some of you, there's a reason why God hasn't given you a million dollars yet. You know what I'm saying? I know you've been praying for it, but you're not ready for it. If you had a million dollars, you'd be saying, what God? Now, not all of you. Some of you'd be building churches and homes and drop-in centers and amen. We'd be opening up all over. But some of you would be going to Vegas. Amen. Are y'all with me today? Well, y'all say, not me. Let God fill up your bank account, see what you do. Are y'all still with me today? It is a blessing, man. God wants to bless you. He wants you to be blessed. Amen? Amen? He wants you. He says he says I know the plans I have for you. Not to harm you. Amen. But to prosper you and to give you a hope and a future. God wants to prosper you. Amen. But can you handle prospering? Can you handle being blessed? Can you handle having some success? Amen? Some of us, if, if God gave us everything, we, we would walk right up out this place. Amen? Some of us, the only reason why we're even in this place is because i got a bank account on zero. And we got that, you know, minimalism spirit about us. We're just going to do enough to get by. And Are you all with me today? You know, wealth can be a blessing, but it can also become your God. Amen. Things in themselves are not wrong. I want you to realize that today. It's not wrong to have things, but when the pursuit and the love of things controls you, then it's become your God. It's not wrong to desire a relationship with a wife or a husband, but when that's all that drives you, when that becomes your focus, amen, then that becomes your God. Are y'all with me today? It's, not, it's okay to enjoy things every once in a while. But when that's the very thing that drives you is being able to fulfill, amen, the, the love of pleasure, amen, that's become your God. You're worshiping that. And God don't like that. He's a jealous God. You were created in order to worship him. Things get out of line. You start loving the wrong things. And if we're, not, if we're not careful, we're all vulnerable to do that. Lovers of self, lovers of pleasure, lovers of money. Are you all with me today? The Bible says no one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You can't serve God in wealth. You can't have two masters. Are y'all with me today? You got one master. What is it? Is it the God of the Bible? Is it the God of self? Is it the God of mammon? Is it the God of pleasure? You can only serve one God. You only have one master. Are you hear me? You don't have two masters. You're either going to hate one or you're going to love the other. God wants all of your love. Are you all with me today? And when you do, then he'll begin to give you the ability to love others. Amen. The supernatural love of God. God is good. Amen. You know, the Bible says this in Proverbs. In 16 and 8. It says, better is a little with righteousness than great revenues without righteousness. Better is a little with God. Than Great revenues without God. Are y'all with me today? You have more wealth, amen. If all you got right now is God, then some of the richest people in this whole world. I want you to know that. Somebody say, I'm wealthy. I'm wealthy. Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues with right without God. God is good, amen? You know, but some people have the wrong concept. They have the wrong perception of God, amen? They see God as only a God of love that actually demands nothing. And they see God who is a So loving and so kind that he would never send a good person, let alone anybody, to a devil's hell. Are you all with me today? You know, some people see God as a God of indifference who could care less about your needs. Amen, but how many of you know God is concerned with your needs? Can I get the worship team to come forward? So my question to you today, saints, is what are you worshiping? The God of self? I'm not talking about in here. You come in here. I hope you're worshiping God. I'm talking about the rest of the days of the week when you leave here. Amen. Is it self is it pleasure? Is it money? You know, people may bow down to many gods, but there's only one true God. If you'll put this up there, first Corinthians chapter eight and verse four. What is it that drives you today? You know, I would love to have uh, more money and I'm going to tell you why. Because I would love to be able to do more for the kingdom of God. Okay? God's provided all my needs. Amen? My motivation for having resources right now is in order to be able to do more for the kingdom that's it amen not so I can take more vacations amen it's nice to take a vacation amen sometimes you need it especially when you're dealing with knuckleheads you know what I'm saying but it's not that's not the reason amen it's to be able to do more it's to be able to reach further are y'all with me? If God told me to sell everything right now, I'll sell it all. I'm not going to sell my wife and my kids, but I'll sell it all. I don't care. I promise you. I don't care. I'm not attached to any of it. Do I like nice stuff? Yes. But do, am I, is that what I worship? No. I don't care about it. It doesn't mean nothing to me. That doesn't make me. You know what I'm saying? that doesn't make you you know that doesn't make who you are who cares what your status is what's your status in heaven amen that's what matters you know what does God think about me that's what I need to care about that's what you need to care about And God cares about what you're worshiping. He wants your heart. When He gets your heart, everything else will follow. Everything else will follow. But when you begin to shift your heart somewhere else, guess what? Everything else will follow. That's the dangerous part. Your time will follow. Your motivation will follow. Your desire will follow. Everything. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. Love him with everything. God. In God alone. Is the one to be worshipped. Isaiah 45 and 5 says. I am the Lord. There is no other. There is no God. Besides me. For I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me. I am the Lord. That is my name, and my glory I will not give to another. Are you all with me today? Did you know that Jesus, his whole goal was to glorify the Father? He says, I'm not going to give my glory to another. What do you honor? What do you have reverence for? What do you value? What's most important to you? What drives you? Are y'all with me today? Matthew 4 and 10 says, You shall worship the Lord your God, and Him only you shall serve. Amen? People are they're not worthy of worship. Amen? If you're married, you need to love your wife. The Bible says you need to love your wife like Christ loved church. But you don't worship your wife. You worship God. Amen? Now you treat her like a queen. Hello, or a king if it's a, if you're, you know, a woman. But you got to remember who the king of kings is. People aren't worthy of worship. And neither are gods that people make. But the Lord God Almighty deserves our worship saints. And He alone deserves our praise. Are y'all with me today? He does. He deserves it. Somebody say, He deserves it. And so if it's true, amen, that we worship what we love, amen, and for our worship to be genuine, it must come from a response of God's love or agape love. Did you know that worship is love responding to love? That's what worship is. I'm seeking after worshipers. I'm seeking after those who have received my love and are reciprocating it by giving, pouring out their love on me. That's worship. He says, amen, I loved you first. And as a result, you were able to love me. I chose you. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I loved you. I poured out my love upon you. Amen. And you respond with love through complete surrender and commitment to God and God alone. Are y'all with me? And if our worship is going to be acceptable, we must know who we worship. We must know what we worship. He said to the woman at the well, you worship not what you know. You don't even know what you worship. But we know what we worship. We know what we worship. 2 Timothy 1.12 says, for this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. It's got to be we've got to know who we worship and we've gotta, our worship's got to be complete. In other words, saints, check this out. I'm going to close. True worship is not lip service. You can come in here and you can sing all these songs and, 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 and God don't have your heart. You're just giving him lip service. You can even say all the right things. Amen. Some of you, that's why your prayer life is dead. You're sitting there saying all the right words, but your heart is not there. It's somewhere else. Are y'all with me today? It's not lip service, but it's a life of service. Amen. It should be so much a part of our lives, just like breathing and eating is a part of our lives. It should be demonstrated in every area of our lives, in every day of our lives. It should be demonstrated. It should just flow out of us. It should just be what it is. Amen. We're worshiping God. We're thinking about God. We love God. It's all surrounded around God. Our whole life is. Amen. Are y'all with me today? Romans 12 and 1 says, so brothers and sisters, since God has shown us great mercy, I beg you amen to offer your lives as a living sacrifice to him offering your offering must be only for God and pleasing to him which is the spiritual way for you to worship your life is a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to God this is your spiritual act of worship This is how you worship spiritually. He says, I am holy, so you shall be holy. Amen. Come on, stand to your feet tonight. We've got to get true.